This is Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Talia Farrow. And welcome to McDonald Land. Get yourself ready for a trip through McDonald Land. French fry thatch. Now just turn around and see if you won't find a hamburger patch as you're heading for a McDonald's. Welcome to Season 2 of Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Taliaferro. I am the aforementioned Chris Taliaferro, and I'm so glad you all could join me for this very, very, very special episode on something I grew up with. Something I think a lot of us grew up with, but I'm pretty sure... You don't really know all the details, even if you grew up with it. You don't know all the details of the story of McDonaldland. What's McDonaldland? What am I even talking about? Well, McDonaldland was an advertising campaign that ran from 1971 to 2003, created by the marketing firm Needham, Harper, and Steers, in 1970 at the request of McDonald's, with the first ads airing in 1971. So essentially, it was just to kind of, you know, advertise McDonald's, get kids interested, etc., etc. So it was introduced in uh, 1971, like I said. Two years later, they were already, (laughs) they were already in legal trouble. Uh, In 1973, Television creators and puppeteers, Sid and Marty Croft, sued McDonald's, claiming that McDonald Land and its entire premise was derivative of their work. Specifically, that McDonald Land character Mayor McCheese, we'll get back to him in a second, was a direct ripoff of their character H.R. Puffin Stuff. See, H.R. Puffin Stuff was a fictional elected leader of a fictional fantasy land, just as Mayor McCheese was, and Sid and Marty Croft, they weren't happy. So they took McDonald's to court, and guess what? They won. They were awarded $50,000, which, you know, again, uh, at the time was a lot more money, but check this out. There was an appeal in 1977, and that judgment reassessed things, and the Crofts were uh, awarded over a million dollars. So, they won out there. (laughs) But I I just think it's very interesting, though, that 
even with litigation and problems at the start, McDonald's just kept pushing with this. Because listen, I was born in 1983, and I remember McDonald Land and its characters very vividly. So you would think that if there was a lawsuit basically shutting this thing down, or at least partially shutting it down, 10 years before I was born, you'd think I wouldn't know anything about it. But I do. Why? Well, so a couple, couple of reasons. So the, uh, the lawsuit did not explicitly prevent McDonald's from using the McDonald land concept. Uh, it simply barred them from using aspects of it. Uh, most notably, again, Mayor McCheese, um, because of his uh, close uh, resemblance to H.R. Puff and stuff. So if, if you're an 80s baby like me, you will probably remember some characters, but not all of the ones that I'm going to mention today, because I'm going to cover all of the characters from the inception of McDonald Land until its demise. And I promise you there are some in there that you don't remember. You're already waiting for me to get to people like Grimace. I, I know that. I know that. But there's, there's, there's a lot more, I promise you. But I think what happened with the lawsuit was it changed the uh, characters with which McDonald's had access to using. And some of those characters had to go by the wayside. There was a McDonald's um, that uh, I used to frequent when I was a kid or you know, e even as an adult uh, near, bear, near where I grew up. Um, it was in Union, New Jersey, and they had this large display and it had all of the uh, McDonald Land characters in it. And I always noticed that there were like three characters that, although there was a literal statue and monument built to them, I would never see them in commercials. I would never see them as an active part of the advertisements. And I always wondered why. I'm fairly certain that this lawsuit that McDonald's lost was the cause for that. You know, if 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 Sid and Marty Croft say that Mayor McCheese is ripping off H.R. Puff and stuff, listen, I can see a, a Mayor McCheese statue in 1990, okay, but I'm certainly not going to see a Mayor McCheese commercial, at least not that I remember. <laughs> so, all right. So we got the lawsuit. They lost. They've got to introduce some other characters. So let's get into the characters. That's the thing about McDonaldland. That's the fun part of McDonaldland is the different crazy characters. All right. So let's start with the main man, Ronald, Ronald McDonald. He is the Mickey Mouse. He is the Bugs Bunny, the Superman. He's the franchise. Everybody knows who Ronald McDonald is. Red hair yellow jumpsuit sometimes, clown shoes. I don't really have to get into Ronald McDonald too much, right? <sighs> yeah, let's not, let's not even waste time with Ronald McDonald because we have a lot to get to, okay? Uh, we're, also <laughs> we're also going to skip the Hamburglar. We will get to him, okay? But to make a long story short on the Hamburglar... He steals hamburgers. But, again, we'll get back to him. So you've got 
Grimace, who was a fan favorite. People love Grimace. But what people of my age bracket uh, might not realize is that Grimace, when he was originally introduced around 1971, he was introduced as Evil Grimace. And he had two sets of arms. So he had four arms like Goro from Mortal Kombat. And he was just going around causing trouble and shit. And then inexplicably, inexplicably, if I can pronounce correctly, uh, <laughs> McDonald's just decided, no, he's a good guy. So they took away his second set of Mortal Kombat arms and just kind of made him a silly friend of Ronald McDonald. But I just love that Grimace has this weird, dark, evil history that I'm fairly certain a lot of people aren't aware of. Even people that may have been around at the time, they, they, they may have forgotten. 1971 was a long time ago. So then we've got Mayor McCheese. Again, um, you know, we already discussed Mayor McCheese. Uh, a ripoff of H.R. Puffin stuff. He was kind of eliminated. Uh, he was the... the <laughs> He, he was the figurehead in town. He, he, he ran things. He was, he was the top of the food chain, I guess you could say. Then you had Officer Big Mac. Officer Big Mac was uh, the law. You know, I guess if Mayor, Mc, I guess Mayor McCheese and Officer Big Mac were uh, law and order, you know, when uh, hamburger-based offenses happen, the criminal justice system has two individuals that handle these things. These are their stories. Dun, dun. That was a law and order joke. I don't know if everybody gets it. It's fine. It doesn't matter. But Officer Big Mac, he's a cop. What else do we have to say about him? We're going to get to my favorite guy. Okay. And he's my favorite guy because upon doing research for this episode, I, uh, I discovered that he was discontinued around 1985. So I was about two years old. So I shouldn't have memories of him. But I do, and I always, I would ask people about him, and I didn't know his name, but I kind of knew what he was all about, and I had seen him somewhere. So there, there must have been some ad that was still running, there must have been some, uh, maybe there was, you know, a print ad that was still in someone's house that I saw, but I knew I saw this guy, and as soon as I did research, I got excited, I got so excited. So... <laughs> Let's talk about Captain Crook. Have you heard of Captain Crook? Probably not, because this show is things you don't see every day. I'm not going to bring you stuff that you just hear every, you know, every so often or every day. I I'm I'm going to bring you the stuff where you go, "What? What what who is Captain Crook?" I'll tell you. This is kind of awesome. Captain Crook was kind of the pirate version of the Hamburglar. And rather than stealing hamburgers, he stole the filet of fish. That's awesome to me. <laughs> That's awesome to me. Um, it's just, I, I just love how there's, you know, different villains and they all have their certain thing that they go for. He goes for the filet of fish. He wouldn't care about a hamburger. Let's move on. We've got the professor. I'm sorry, let me take a sip of water. My throat's a little dry. 
But we've got the professor. And I don't blame you guys if you don't remember this guy or know who he is at all. Because, again, until I researched it, I, yeah, I had nothing. Uh, but I'll tell you what I know about the professor based on my research. He's the inventor of many wacky devices <laughs> in the McDonald Land universe, including the Chicken McNugget Dipomatic. All right. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, another favorite. Here we got uh, we got the Fry Kids. Now, now I want to talk about the Fry Kids for a second. The Fry Kids were these little, like, kind of like fuzzy, furry little balls with two legs. And they stole French fries. But I distinctly remember when I was a kid. And, and listen, you guys can leave me a, a, a voice message, uh, voice message at the show and let me know if you agree with me or not on this. Because I remember people thinking that the Fry Kids were fries themselves. And they were more akin to the Hamburglar or the aforementioned Captain Crook, right? They stole fries. They were, they were fry thieves. And I don't know why people thought that they were fries themselves because they weren't, they weren't that yellow fry color. They were multicolored. There was blue ones, purple ones, whatever. And McDonald's didn't serve purple fries. So I just, I never understood why people thought that the Fry Kids were fries. But did, did any of you experience that? Did any of your friends think that the Fry Kids were fries? Let, let me know. Let me know. And then, of course, okay, we've got a big-time favorite. Birdie, the early bird. Now, Birdie the early bird, of course, uh, broke down <laughs> broke down barriers as being the first woman introduced into McDonald land before that it was a sausage fest and birdie the early bird was introduced to promote their breakfast menu she was uh typically kind of um clumsy and awkward i don't know why she couldn't have been you know strong and fierce but here we are it was the 80s i don't know what to tell you um but again another popular character i think i think if people uh just kind of said McDonald Land characters off the top of their head, right? If you said name five McDonald Land characters, you'd go Ronald, you go Grimace, right? Uh, Hamburglar. I think uh, I think Birdie might be the very next one. Maybe the Fry Kids. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys? I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like I think I think that's it. I think it's I think it's Ronald, Grimace. Hamburglar, Birdie, Fry Kids. Those are the known ones. Those are the big ones. That's the top five. I'd have to say. <laughs> but uh, we've got a lot more characters to get into um, and some interesting uh, influences. Uh, and I'll talk about how a set of these characters influenced a completely different intellectual property much years later. But uh, we're going to take a break right now, a uh, quick sponsor break, and I will be back with more McDonald Land. Mm -hmm. 
This episode of the podcast is brought to you by theghostofchingy.com. Need a house haunted? Want to have a party that gets really, really weird? Then head to theghostofchingy.com for more details. And we are back. Now, before we get into the remaining McDonaldland characters, I did promise that we were going to circle around and get back to uh, a few characters that I kind of glossed over a little bit in the first part of the episode. Uh, Most notably uh, would be the Hamburglar. Now, I already explained who the Hamburglar is. I already explained Captain Crook and how he's derivative of Hamburglar and how the Fry Kids, again, are derivative of that character in that they, in McDonald land, are criminals who steal specific uh, types of foods in the McDonald land world. Now, I think the Hamburglar, and, and by extension Captain Crook and the Fry Kids, are much darker characters than any of us have ever thought they were. Because, you see, the Hamburglar is a character who steals hamburgers in a world where hamburgers are sentient living beings that wear clothes. The mayor of his town is a McCheese. The most important law enforcement officer in his town is a Big Mac. So, I don't know. I mean, the Hamburglar, he takes on a dark tone when you consider that context. I mean, if I'm Mayor McCheese and my wife, Mrs. McCheese, is in the bed, the Hamburglar will absolutely steal a McCheese. You know, should I have a gun next to the bed? You know, do I have to worry about an alarm system? I've got two young hamburgers in their cribs in the next room over. You know, is is he does he get down like that? Same goes with the fillet of fish, same thing goes with the fries. The the fry kids. Wow, you want to you want to talk about something dark? Like they're kids. They should have innocence, but here they are. Just taking sentient beings from their homes? It's always bothered me. <laughs> but let's move on. We've got some uh, some more McDonald Land characters to get to. We'll get to all of them. It's, it's, it's not that, that many. The, the rest of them are kind of... Um, they're kind of minor characters. Um, but there's actually one group of characters that are actually pretty freaking interesting. Uh, so let's let's get let's get some of the, the 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 small ones out of the way. So you've got you've got the McNugget buddies. Uh, they were actually very prominent, but there's not really much to talk about with them. They were sentient chicken McNuggets, right? They just chicken McNuggets that walk around. That's what they do. Uh, you had Uncle O'Grimacy. Uncle O'Grimacy was Grimace's uncle. 
and he was used to promote the Shamrock Shake, much like Birdie being used to promote the, you know, the early breakfast specials, etc. Right. So that, that's kind of a thing. They, they, they take a character and it's used to promote something specific, which makes the Hamburglar weird because why are they promoting crime? But anyway. Uh, so there's there's cosmic like so like cosmic but like cos with an MC like a McDonald's on the end. Uh, he was uh, the main character or one of the characters in the um, McKids video game. I actually never played McKids. I watched uh, the Angry Video Game Nerd review on on YouTube. If any of you have ever seen that, but I kind of don't remember it. It's been a while. <laughs> um, here's a weird one. There was Bernice who was a creature who ate inedible things. All right, McDonald's, uh, whatever. Uh, there was Vulture, who was a vulture who spoke in a monotone voice. Again, sure, I guess. There's, uh, there's Sunday, who was Ronald's dog. Obviously, that, you know, is in reference to, uh, you know, their Sundays and stuff. There was, <laughs> I like this one, there was I Am Hungry, who was the vice president of snacking, whatever the entire fuck that means, and lastly, there was Mike the Microphone, who was featured on Ronald McDonald's two albums, yes, he had two real albums, Ronald Makes It Magic, and Ronald Presents Silly Song. Cool. Mike the microphone. I'd really like to hear, like, of those characters, like, which one of those do you think had, had the most legs? Which one of them had, had the most traction and could have been more than they were? Because I feel like outside of the McNugget Buddies, the rest of them were kind of shit, no? Like, Mike the microphone? I am hungry, the vice president of snacking? What are you guys are talking what Like, what, what even is that? Bernice? The creature who eats inedible things? I'm not making that up. So, the last group of characters that I wanted to talk about. This one's really funny to me. So that's why I kind of, uh, much like uh, Vanessa Williams and her uh, mid-90s hit, I saved the best for last. So we're going to talk about the Happy Meal Gang. Okay. So much like Uncle O'Grimacy was introduced to promote the Shamrock Shake, Birdie the Early Bird was introduced to promote breakfast, Cosmic was introduced to promote a video game tie-in, the Happy Meal Gang was introduced to, you guessed it, introduce and promote Happy Meals. Now, who was in the Happy Meal gang? Here's where it gets interesting. So there was the Happy Meal burger, the Happy Meal fries, and the Happy Meal drink. Now, when I think of a team of three food items that are a meat patty, french fries, 
and a beverage? I usually don't think of the Happy Meal gang. I actually think of Cartoon Network, specifically Adult Swim, and a little show called Aqua Teen Hunger Force with three characters who fit those archetypes. There's Master Shake, who serves as your beverage. You've got Frylock, who's your fries. And you've got Meatwad, who's your Happy Meal burger analog. Just kind of weird, right? Kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know. I um, I mean, it's a clear, you know, it, it, it's clear where it came from, but it just might have been something that you didn't realize that they kind of took inspiration from there. It might have been obvious because, I mean, those are kind of the three things that come in a Happy Meal, but there was a predecessor group to the Aqua Teen Hunger Force who kind of functioned in the the uh, the the vein that you would think a group with that like that would be introduced for Aqua Teen Hunger Force obviously took it in another completely different direction but um, I just thought it was a really cool parallel and a cool thing to end this episode on so listen I want to hear from you guys go to anchor.fm Search things you don't see every day with Chris Taliferro. Leave me some voice messages. Give me some feedback on this episode. I want to hear what you think. If you have questions, I promise your questions will make the next episode, and I will answer them. I will answer every question you have. Ask me anything. You could ask me something about this episode. You could ask me something about old episodes. Go back five episodes, listen to it, ask me a question. I'll answer it. I got you. I got you, fam. But I do appreciate you being here. I do appreciate you joining me. Join me for my next episode. It's coming sooner than you think. And again, as always, thank you so much for listening. Take care, everybody. If you like the show, if you like what you hear, I'd love for you to support me. It's really easy. All you got to do, listen, go to Google, type in things you don't see every day with Chris Taliaferro. Our anchor.fm page will pop right up. And there's a support button. Click that support button. Give what you can. I'm aggressively poor, so anything helps. (laughs) You can also follow the show on Facebook and Instagram. We are at things you don't see podcast on both. Again, that's at Things You Don't See Podcast. But again, you don't have to type in the exact name. It's 2021. You go to the search bar, type in Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Taliaferro. We pop right up. And guess what? It's the same thing with YouTube. Anywhere you go, just type in the search bar, Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Taliaferro, and you will be able to find me. And you'll be able to find this show. But once again, if you would like to support, if you go to the anchor.fm page that we have, there is a support button and all is appreciated. Help me feed my kid. He eats me out of house and home. Take care, everybody.